Bah humbug, or at least that's what I say most times during the Christmas season because I am not a Christmas person. Now, I am not going to try to convince you to be either a Christmas person or not a Christmas person. We're just going to be talking about me and my perspective on it at my age. And I'm not saying that Christmas is an age thing because hearts of all ages and from one to 99 and however that song goes when Christmas song, I don't remember how it goes, but anyway, I'm not a big Christmas person. And in this episode, we're going to talk about some survival tips for those few of us out there that are not Christmas people. Welcome to Walking Moose Podcast. My name is Meg, my dog's name is Moose, and I'm taking time out from walking him to chat it up with you. So I'm going to go grab my books, notes, and papers so that I am all set and ready to chat it up with you, and we will get started in just a sec. Now, how long have I been a non-Christmas person? Well, pretty much since childhood. I mean, when I was a little, little kid, I was very into Santa and I loved it. And it was exciting to get the treats on Christmas morning and look what was under the tree and everything like that. But I think it probably started happening when I was about 13. I started to find Christmas very depressing because it really... For me, in a nutshell, it emphasizes the class divide that we have between the haves and the have-nots. Now, we've been very fortunate in my family. We haven't had to hang anything on an angel tree in order to get a present or anything like that. But don't you just hate those angel trees? And I'll tell you why I hate them. Not for the reason you think. I hate them because... It shows how much people are suffering. And then there's always some butthead who's at the angel tree going, well, I'm not getting that. That's too expensive. Well, they shouldn't be asking for that. Well, how do you know what they should be asking for? If I had the money, I would take all the angels off the angel tree and get for everyone because apparently that's what it's all about is just the presence. And... This isn't going to be a super religious rant either. It's going to be, remember, we're going to talk about survival tips and we're going to get through it. But first, I kind of wanted to define my terms as to why I don't like Christmas. Really, the two simple reasons that I don't like Christmas is that it really separates between the haves and the have-nots. It really shows up that class divide, which I find very depressing. And the other thing is excess. It's just too much. Too many lights, too many decorations, too much money, too much food, too much cheeriness, too much singing, too much. And I find that very depressing Why do I find that depressing? I probably could spend years in therapy trying to figure that out, but I think I've got some good ideas as to why I find that depressing. So the first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the class divide. Now, some people, I saw this on CNN recently, are buying Christmas trees for $1,000, $1,000 for a particular type of Christmas tree to stand up in their McMansions, and they've got this $1,000 Christmas tree. 
And I just, I'm like, oh my God, how much good could you do with that $1,000 for the rest of the year? How much could you change someone's life, even in your own neighborhood, other than putting up a $1,000 tree? Whatever. And then there are the lights. In my neighborhood, lights are professionally put up. We have professional Christmas light putter-uppers. And I think that is just, you know, you've got two arms and two legs to go put your damn lights up. We've got lights in our house. They look like crap, but I'm proud of them. Well, they don't look like crap. My husband would not like for me to say that they look like crap, but my husband and my sons have been putting them up for years, not professionally done, and they enjoy it. They going out, they enjoy going out there in the cold and getting up on the roof and, you know, and putting the bulbs up and everything like that, but they certainly don't look professionally done. And I think when they look professionally done, it's too fake. I mean, Everything about Christmas these days is kind of fake. But I mean, really, having a professional light company, that's all they're devoted to, is to put up the Christmas lights. I called one of those companies. You wouldn't believe how much they're charging to put these up. And then the solid colors and then the schemes and everything like that. Throw up some Maltese. Come on. Go down to the Ace Hardware and get a few for yourself and do the old Darren McGavin like he did in the Christmas story. Suck on a bulb and then put it in there and have your own Christmas light display that's unique to your family. And let's take a moment to look at how the media and our society perceives us during Christmas. Well, God forbid you're alone. God forbid you want to be alone on Christmas because then you're either a Scrooge which I really don't think anyone should be a Scrooge, or you're missing the point of all those damn Hallmark movies. In all those Hallmark movies, you got to, you know, fall in love with the guy who's, you know, farming the Christmas tree or pretending to be Santa at the department store or something like that. Heaven forbid you actually want to continue to do your job and just, you know, go home at night and be tired and watch TV no, you got to do Christmassy things like caroling and all that. Oh, oh, caroling. We did that when I was a little kid through school. And the only time it was ever good, the only time I ever liked it was when we went to the hospitals. I thought that was really nice. I mean, it, it was obviously depressing. I'm not getting away from that, but it was a nice experience. And I just don't know that people do that anymore. I think that people are just like, oh, well, you know, I haven't heard a caroler in years. Has anyone else heard a caroler in years? Do you have carolers in your neighborhood? I hope you do because that would be a fun thing to see. Okay, so caroling aside, let's see. what I, I, I don't like the trees. I don't like the lights. I'm not into the caroling unless it's for a good cause. What else? What else? What else? Oh, the food. It's a month-long eat-a-fest, isn't it? And I'm not going to lie, I partake in that too. I partake in the month-long eat-a-fest, but oh my gosh. It's as if the gate has been thrown wide open and we just shove it in. And then January comes around and we're like, we're so fat. When did this happen? Well, I tell you what, it happened December 1st is when it started happening. Actually, probably it started happening on Thanksgiving. But December 1st is when it really kicks in. 
And you know, people are always inviting me to a cookie exchange. Please, no, I don't want to go to a cookie exchange. I want my own cookies. I don't want your cookies. You eat your cookies and I eat my cookies, then we'll all be happy. I mean, I suppose it's nice and everything, but stressful, it's very stressful. And then depressing if nobody wants to switch your cookies and everything like that. Gosh, I have a lot of bad Christmas memories, don't I? That one cookie exchange is still with me after all these years. Okay, so the excess, the haves and the haves-nots, all of those things we have discussed. And I could go on for hours, but you didn't tune in to hear me go on for hours. You turned in, You tuned in for the survival tips. So let's go through a few survival tips. And this is coming from the person, just so you know, this bah humbug person who is speaking to you right now plans the office Christmas party every year, and it's fantastic. I always have the tree up either the day after or the day after Thanksgiving or on Thanksgiving Day. I I have to make sure that the house is decorated with our crappy self done lights, and I make sure that we get at least a couple of angels off the angel tree. So you know I'm doing it. I'm doing the whole thing. But I'm going to tell you how I get through it. And if you find Christmas as depressing as I find Christmas, let me give you some tips, some some well-learned tips. The first thing you need to learn how to do is you need to learn how to make cocktails because drinking is one of the priorities to get through this. Uh, I'm not trying to turn people into alcoholics, but there is nothing more festive and I think fun than a pretty drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be a virgin, whatever, but a pretty drink, a pretty cocktail. And if any time during the year that you want a cocktail, it should be during Christmas time because it should be you get home from work, you get home from passing all of the lights, it's darker than normal, you know, when you drive home and everything like that, make yourself a pretty cocktail in a pretty glass. And that will help you feel a little bit more festive and a little bit more as if you're, you know, you're kind of pulling in that holiday spirit. You're trying to pull it in hard. So that's the first tip is learn how to make yourself a beautiful, pretty cocktail. Survival tip number two for those of us bah humbuggers out there who are not into the Christmas season. Now this one's going to sound a little weird, but stay with me on it. What you need to do is got to be in the evening. It can be at sunset or darker, but you don't want to do it in the morning. You want to do it in the evening. Bundle yourself up and take yourself for a walk. Grab the dog. Don't take another person with you. Go by yourself. The dog can go as long as you don't have a talking dog, but bundle yourself up and take yourself for a walk around the neighborhood, a walk around, it's got to be someplace cold, Um, a walk around a park, a walk around, you know, just someplace cold and outside, and you got to stay outside for at least an hour, and let me tell you why this works, because as you're walking around outside in the cold, you realize to yourself that you've got some place to come back home to. And again, you're trying to pull in that holiday spirit. And walking is good for depression. Trust me, I know that firsthand fact. 
But when you're walking in the cold, there's just something about that being outside and being in the bracing cold. And at night, everything is appears sharper. The stars in the sky appear sharper. Everything appears sharper and it's more clear. And so when you go outside and you take your walk, just take big deep breaths. <sighs> and know that you'll get through it. Because when you walk outside, no matter what your Christmas light neighborhood neighborhood light situation is, you're going to be outside in nature and nature never changes. The cold air doesn't know that it's Christmas. It is cold air and you are sucking it into your lungs and you are a human being and you are out there and you are getting through it. But for some reason, when I do this at Christmas time, it just makes me feel better because I stay out for, you know, depending on how cold it is. And then I come in and I come into someplace warm and we've lived in apartments and we've lived in houses. It doesn't matter. You come into someplace that's warmer, at least than outside. We hope to God that you're coming in someplace like that. And then you're just like, okay, all right, this is a season. This is a season. It's not a Christmas season. It's a winter season. You know, try to focus more on the nature than actually what the Hallmark Channel is trying to tell you you're screwing up on. And my last survival tip for getting through the holiday season, well, actually, it's not the last. I just thought of another one. My next to the last one is the first gift you're going to buy for anyone is for yourself buy yourself a gift and have it gift wrapped. Don't wrap it yourself. Go ahead and pay the money and have it gift wrapped. Have it gift wrapped and that is the gift to yourself because you have made it through the year and you've got all this Christmas holiday stuff that you're going to have to do and you're going to have to get through it. I mean, you could take to the bed and throw the covers up over your head and be that kind of person, but we know that's not who you are. We know that you're out there doing it for the family and for the kids and for society at large, and we appreciate that, and we know it's hard. But the first thing you need to do is buy a gift for yourself. I usually get myself a book, and I open it oh, probably, you know, second or third week. You know, it's an early Christmas present to myself. So that whenever I, and it's a nice book too, I'm not talking about a $5.99 paperback, I get myself a nice book so that at the end of each day when I go to bed, I can pull out my Christmas gift to myself and think, oh, look at that. I made it through another day of the Christmas season and now I have this beautiful book to read. I have a friend who buys herself a new pair of pajamas. Every She gives it to herself on Christmas Eve, and that's kind of her, I made it, I made it through Christmas, I've got a brand new pair of pajamas, and she even washes them before she wraps them, she's been doing that for a long time. So buy yourself the first gift, the first gift you go out and buy should be for yourself, because you deserve it. You're the one working hard, not only physically, but emotionally and mentally. So go ahead and buy that first gift for yourself. And then my very last survival tip. Sorry, I almost choked there on my Topo Chico. My very last survival tip is hold your own Christmas party and don't invite anyone. You can invite your spouse, your significant other, if that's who you want to invite, or you can just have no one and have it be yourself. I want you to light some candles. I want you to put on whatever movie you want to watch. 
You don't have to watch a movie. You can soak in the bathtub. You can do yoga. You can do, but this is your holiday party. This is your holiday season party specifically for you. Make yourself your pretty cocktail. That might be when you want to open your present and give your present to yourself. Now, you can look at that situation and be like, oh my God, how depressing is that? But it's really not. It's really very uplifting because you need that downtime in order to recharge your batteries, recharge your holiday batteries, and be able to face the world. And if you want to look at the holiday season, at the Christmas season, as something that's special, then that means it's specialized and it's individual to you. We're not all on living on the Hallmark Channel. We're not all watching Bing Crosby and Danny Kaye and White Christmas, even though I do enjoy watching that movie during the holiday season. But what it is really is Christmas can be tough because everyone's supposed to be happy and you're just not happy all the time. And I find forced happiness more difficult than any other happiness in the world. And you get a lot of forced happiness during the Christmas season. Not only you, but it bleeds off of other people and it sucks into your soul and your holiday soul. So don't be a Scrooge. Make sure that you buy those angel tree gifts. Don't be too much of a bah humbug for the neighbors. But make sure that you're putting yourself first this holiday season. And if you don't like it, don't be ashamed. You know, hold your hand up and say, I don't like Christmas. My family knows that. My family knows that I'm not a big Christmas person. But still, I've gotten through it all these years. And, you know, I actually have started to enjoy my, some of my little self, Christmas self-help tips. Well, it's not started to. I've enjoyed them for several years. So if you have any Christmas self-help tips, just remember, it's the winter season. It's not the Christmas season. And it will pass. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for joining us at the Walking Moose Podcast. Again, my name is Meg. My dog's name is Moose. You can check us out at www.walkingmoose.com where you can find all kinds of observations about a life in progress just like yours. So, farewell, all Wiedersehen, and may the road always rise up to meet you.